0: Free beer? Let me tell you how at the end of this spot. From Alter Genius Brewing Company, it has everything for a true craft brewery experience. Try their brilliantly crafted brews, creative house cocktails, cider from a few bad apples, and a full kitchen with a spectacular array of tasty dishes at their brewery in Ambridge. Or try their new trailside tap room on the Montour Trail in Imperial that's sure to have something for everyone with 20-plus different craft beers, ciders, and cocktails. Treat yourself to a brilliantly crafted brew at Alter Genius Brewing Company and tell them Tim Ben sent you for a small pour on the house barber school do you hate your job looking for a change the barber school of pittsburgh may have your cure locations on banksville road and monroeville day and night classes available enrolling now at bsp.edu get your degree in as little as nine months financial aid available now accepting veterans benefits barber school yes google Barber School of Pittsburgh, bsp.edu bsp.edu again, bsp.edu
1: The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
0: A very special Breakfast with Ben's podcast here on a Thursday. Tim Benz with you at Trib Live on the Fans First Network. Our guest today, Bill Hillgrove. It was just announced that Bill is stepping down as the Steelers play-by-play man after 30 years on that job. He's been kind enough to join us today, brought to you by Gerger Construction If you're looking to build a new deck, get in touch with Gerger Construction. Not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They're booking now for spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction, a small burg business specializing in decks, railings, and fencing. Also fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to gergerconstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your new deck safety inspection today. It was ironic that the news came out today that Bill is retiring as the play-by-play voice of the Steelers because I already was working on a piece to discuss the fact that Bill and Ray Goss, who does play-by-play for Duquesne University on the basketball side, and Chris Shevlin, who does play-by-play for Robert Morris Football and Basketball, all three of those guys are now members of the Pennsylvania Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Chris just recently got inducted and... Now all three of those guys are still calling games for the respective universities and are all inducted at the same time, and that's a pretty unique and special thing, and I was planning to talk to Bill about that. I talked to Ray Goss about it last night before the Duquesne win over LaSalle, and uh, planning to talk to Chris Shevlin a little bit later on today for a piece that's going to run over the weekend at Trib Live, and then word came out this morning that Bill is retiring as the play-by-play voice of the Steelers, so... I wanted to talk about both topics at the same time with Bill, but first and foremost, Bill, i got to say congratulations to you. Uh, it's been an honor and a privilege having worked with you at DVE over the years, having listened to you for so many years as the voice of the Steelers, and I am thrilled to know that you're still calling pick games on both the basketball and football side of things.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate it, Timmy. Uh, you know, you can't completely stop and, and i think people who do that uh, put themselves in the, in the dire straits if you just absolutely go 100 miles an hour and then come down to zero uh, you know i don't i don't think it's good so i'll be able to cut down and and with pit i'll have half a weekend left uh, you know after a pit game and all of july and all of august and you know that to me is uh, it's going to give me an opportunity to smell some roses and i think that's what i got to do
0: from your standpoint bill uh, are there memories that you will cherish the most from your days with the steelers uh, are there calls are there games uh road games super bowls playoffs what, what leaps to mind when you will think first and foremost about your steelers broadcasting career
1: well tim in 30 years i was privileged to do four super bowls um and you know make some calls of uh, iconic plays um I think uh, on James Harrison's return in Super Bowl 40, 43, I should say. Uh, I think I had him down once and out of bounds once, but you know, other than that, I've had very few regrets. But I, you know, the, the play with Ben to comes to mind. The play in '95 where Jim Harbaugh threw that rainbow into the scrum. Uh, I was kind of proud that I waited, uh, and Merle Hodges was in the booth and he watched the official as well. And as soon as we saw him point to the ground. Uh, we knew that it wasn't a touchdown, and uh, you know things like that that just quickly pop into mind. But uh, generally speaking, to be part of the Steelers Nation, it's been a it's been a blessing and a privilege.
0: Well, I'm not going to hold the Harrison play against you, Bill. I think I had him down and out of bounds twice too, and I wasn't <laughs> even calling it.
1: <laughs> well, what, 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 hey, Timmy, what was interesting about that play? If you look at the replay, Larry Fitzgerald ran out of bounds for about 17 yards before he came back on the field. Um, uh, You know, uh, that would have been interesting had he made the tackle before the end zone, but he didn't quite get there.
0: Well, one thing I always appreciated about your style, Bill, and one thing I always thought that you did great as a play-by-play man, um, of course you are gifted with some fabulous pipes, but I always appreciated your ability to use your voice as a tool, your ability to let your voice sing in the setup of a play in an NFL game and then use it at its apex to really punctuate. And the play that I'll think of the most is the San Antonio touchdown, where for as a great bass voice as you have, you let yourself get up into that high register. And I think we all did as fans and even myself as a media guy who was in the end zone. Like if if that ball goes off of Santonio's hands, I'm the next human set of hands there to probably drop the ricochet. And the way, of course, I didn't hear it at the time, but when I got home and eventually heard your call of that play, your call was what was going through my mind in that exact tone and pitch. And I always thought that was the height of your craft, was the ability to use your voice as a tool.
1: You know, Tim, I've always said that, uh, and people say, well, how's this game going to play out? I said, I don't know. You're asking me to predict something that, you know, and the magic of of radio and and what we are able to do as broadcasters, I ride the magic carpet because every game takes on its own life. And so you just jump on that carpet and go for a ride. And I've always believed that, you know, let that emotion carry you. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's been a lesson well learned. And I appreciate your compliment, but uh, and I remember talking when I was a younger broadcaster. Somebody said to me, "Billy, uh, you know every play of a football game is not the Super Bowl, and every play is not a touchdown. And so you have to leave yourself somewhere to go. And if you're energized about a four-yard carry-off tackle, <laughs> no, 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 it, it's, that's not the way that you know. And and so that was great advice and. Uh, again, I, I've appreciated the fact that I've just let uh, the action dictate what I do. I just react to it.
0: I also think one thing that you were really good at in the Steelers booth was you've worked with some characters over the years. I mean, between Myron and Tunch and Wolf, I mean, you've had some characters to work with. And you managed to play it straight, but at the same time, add your own brand of sense of humor that I know from knowing you off the air, you were so quick to bounce between those two lillipads, really from call to call, from moment to moment in a game. I always thought you handled that very well with the color guys that you had.
1: Tim, I appreciate that. You know, I go back a little farther than you, and I remember Abbott and Costello, and they were funny. Uh, Costello was, he was the slapstick guy, but the straight man was Bud Abbott. And, and that's what I felt my role was to be the straight man, you know, give people the nuts and bolts and then let, uh, the color men do what they do best. And of course, Myron was, you know, the emphasis was on color and with Tunch, the emphasis was on analysis. And I understood that. And, and, and I'm just a small part of that. Uh, I tried to stay out of their way that's the best way I can put it to you.
0: How'd the game change during your time calling NFL contests?
1: It became faster, more violent, uh, in terms of the collisions, but certainly less violent because of the rules. You know, it, it has changed a lot and I'm not going to comment whether it's better or not. I know the old players say, well, you know, today's guys would have trouble playing the game that we played, but you know, it's a different era and you got to let them do their thing. And, uh, I'm not going to comment on whether it's better or worse. It's just different.
0: Bill Hillgrove with us. Bill, I want to get to the other point that I wanted to have you on for. Again, this is sort of ironic timing because I was planning to do this piece about you and Ray Goss and Chris Shovlin all being in the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame at the same time, all still actively calling NCAA D1 basketball in the same market. We're really lucky to have all three of you, uh, Ray with Duquesne, uh, Chris Shevlin with Robert Morris and yourself with Pitt. What's your relationship been like with them? And, and what's it like knowing all three of you are inducted together?
1: Yeah, that, that's very good. And uh, I respect both of those gentlemen. I've been in their company many times. Uh, I I just, it, it, there must be something in the water, Tim, you <laughs> know, in, in, in the Western Pennsylvania water that uh, creates this, this condition and this opportunity, but uh, it's, it's been a blessing uh, to know these guys, to know that they're being recognized uh, by their, you know, uh, fellow professionals uh, to me, that that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. And it's not just the three of you guys, of course, it was Mike Lang for so many years and Bob Prince for so many years. And, you know, we all just had a tough time dealing with the passing of Stan Saverin who did some play by play, sure, but in various capacities in Pittsburgh and all sorts of different places for decades, There is quite a relationship between the media personalities and the town, and I think that speaks to the broader fabric of sports in the city, don't you?
1: Yes, it does. If it's not for the fans, we don't have a game. And if it's not for the game, we don't have a platform. And so you have to bow to the fans. And uh, for me to step aside, uh, if you would ask me to reduce my speech to two words, it would be thank you. And that would be in the direction of the fans.
0: You know, I was talking to Ray about this a little bit, Bill, and I didn't realize this, but th- there were times where, when you had Steeler or Pitt football and basketball conflicts, that Ray would actually jump on for you at hoops doing Pitt
1: play-by-play. Is that right? He did the uh, game against UAB the day of Pitt losing to Penn State forty-eight to fourteen. So it wasn't just like in general, it was
0: a very specific uh, game that you remember.
1: <laughs> I kind of, Well, I kind of wish we could have switched places.
0: <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, I, I, I think it's cool that, you know, you guys, all three of you are so associated with those fan bases too. It's not just Pittsburgh in general. It's how Pitt fans view you. It's how Duquesne fans view Ray. It's how Robert Morris fans view Chris as well. I think that's, that's pretty special.
1: It sure is. And uh, my son got a picture sent to him by a friend of uh, a fan at a pit game recently. Uh, I think it was the, uh, the Louisville game where uh, Blake Hinson went off. Uh, but there's a fan that had a shirt that said, I love bill Hillgrove. And I said, I got to get one of those. Uh, I didn't know they existed, but you know, that kind of thing is rewarding that fans pay attention to uh, the people who bring them the game.
0: Bill, before we go, I guess I just want to congratulate you one more time, but but also pick your brain a little bit more about how you see things going for you moving forward. Is is there a timetable? Is there a timeline for how much more you want to do Pitt? I found it interesting what you said at the start of the conversation that it's wiser to step down. Like, is this a foreseeable thing for you? You can keep doing this for as long as health allows that you're going to do the Panthers?
1: I think so. I don't think you can stop suddenly as I pointed out earlier. So, yes, I, uh, I'm privileged to be able to do uh, continue my association with the University of Pittsburgh. I will miss everybody around the Steelers. I will miss uh, certainly the opportunity to be on that big stage. But, you know, there's a time and a season for all things, and it's time for me to start a new chapter. And uh, when you really think about it, uh, the family was part of the decision, and it, it didn't turn out to be as tough as I thought it would be. What are you going to do on Sundays? Well, I'm going to uh, root for the Steelers. (laughs) And if they're not playing on a Sunday, I'll be on my boat at Conneaut Lake enjoying the fall foliage. Yeah, I mean, I
0: I know that Mark Baden has talked a lot about your your love for that region up there. Are you going to spend a lot more time up there?
1: Oh, yeah. And I'll have the opportunity to do that. And I'll have all of July and almost all of August uh, to myself and my family, which for 30 years I haven't enjoyed.
0: Well, Bill, you were an idol of mine growing up. I mean, uh, our first conversations, I think, occurred when I was a student broadcaster at WAER in Syracuse dialing you up for hits for Syracuse pit previews back in the early 90s, and you were just as gracious (laughs) with me with your time back then as you have been as a colleague on air at DVE uh, for the past 20 years. And uh, I really appreciate it, and I'm, I'm a better broadcaster for having worked with you.
1: Thank you for your words, Tim. I sure appreciate it. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDSE. FDIC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during
0: inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, 30 to get 30, to 20, 20, 20 to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch.
1: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial.